Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. Elinod, Aegon, and Garden. The three of you have found your way into Shothfilthgish, this strange dimension that borders on the far realm and reality that seems somehow linked to Lava Cloud Village. When you went to the church, use the mirror, and what you see before you in the depths of this cathedral in Shafilfgish is an enormous head. It's almost as if it's it itself is also made of gold with like gem eyes and stuff. Uh, but its tongue is not that of a regular tongue. Its tongue is the upper body of Phineas Gracewood, who's sobbing and crying as hundreds and hundreds of hands come oozing out of the bottom of the head and grabbing piles of gold and dropping it into the mouth of this thing. And uh, from deep in its neck, you suppose, there's like this fire that melts it all down and Phineas is just lapped around and is tortured with boiling gold. And you guys have kind of crept the door open and they don't nothing they did not seem to notice you. Uh, but uh, Phineas every so often cries out and begs and says, I did not steal. I did not covet. I remember no such thing. And then gets tossed back into the throat of this thing as it laughs and just kind of like you know, mockingly derides and says, more, I need more. Another handful of gold gets dropped into its mouth. Okay. You, you guys have recently breathed in deep of the mists of this place. So you feel like you'll be here for a bit. What would you like to do? Um. So it hasn't seen us, right? Has not seen you or does not pay you any mind, one or the other. Um, how far away or how big is this room, I guess? The room is quite large. It's probably about uh, uh, 60 feet around. Uh, piles of gold and gems, you know, litter the floor. And these hands, hundreds of them are just, you know, like, kind of like spidering their way out, grabbing handfuls of treasure, pulling it in and then dropping it into the mouth of this creature. What do you guys think we should do? I don't know. Like, obviously, we're not seen at the moment, so... Can, can I roll for religion? Uh, you sure can. That is a... 17. With a 17, uh, this is certainly no religious figure, creature, this strange gold head. 
uh, that you're aware of. I. That's about all I can tell you with religion. Otherwise, it seems aberrant. I mean, should we try and stealth up to this thing and attack it, or do you think we should talk to it? Well, Garden seemed to suggest that he thought that maybe this was greed. So, do you think that it would kind of be like Zalg? Like, it doesn't want to hurt us, or do you think that it's going to be something that wants to hurt us? I mean, right now it seems like it's torturing Phineas, because it's essentially burning the gold, and he's crying. So I think whatever this is, it's hurting Phineas, and we need to save him. Okay. So do we want to try and get closer then, or just kind of yell at it, or what? Yeah, I I think we do need to find out what's going on and try to rescue Phineas. seems to be suffering. All right. Um, so you think we should try and get a sneak attack? All right. Um, I want to use a spell. Pass without trace. Are you familiar with that one, Craig? Uh, yeah, I'm fairly familiar. One. It gives everyone a bonus to stealth, right? Yeah. So we roll for stealth, right? Uh, what's the bonus everyone gets? Oh. Yeah, that would help. I said I didn't have it in front of me. Sorry. I didn't write it down because I'm a jerk. I want to use this, but I don't yeah, I want to use a spell. <laughs> I don't have any of the stuff in front of me, you know. You suck. Such I a noob. I do, I do suck. Sorry, I've never used this spell before, so it's new to me. All right, so pass without <laughs> trace. All right. Uh, avail of shadows and silence radiates you, masking you and your companions from detection. For the duration, a creature you choose within 30 feet, including you, has a plus 10 to dexterity stealth. Wonderful. So is that is that plus 10 to whatever dexterity bonus I already have, or it changes to a plus 10? Uh, it adds a plus 10 on top of everything else. Oh, okay, cool. So everyone roll stealth and add 10 to whatever you get. Hot dog. And that helps a lot because I got a 15. <laughs> what outrageous number did you get, Elena? I have a 33. Okay. So cool. <laughs> I got a 22. Wow. Uh, and you had a 15, uh, 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 Aegon? Yeah, I rolled a 3. <laughs> and you guys are trying to creep around the thing to, like, behind it? Yeah, that's probably the best move. Sure. You guys creep around and get uh, behind one of the piles of gold and gems. Uh, And you guys pause here for a moment, and you guys are going to continue on. Is there anything you want to do before you continue on? Um, So how far away are we now? You're uh, kneeled down beside a uh, pile of gold and gems, and uh, this thing is probably, what did I say? The room was uh, 40 feet by 60. 40 feet. 60 feet by 60, 60 feet. feet around, yeah. uh, you guys have probably gone uh, like 20 feet to get to this pile. Okay. So did, Elena, did you want to stay here and Garden and I get closer? Yeah, that's fine. So we can get into like melee range? Mm-hmm. That's fine by me. So I'm like, so how, I'm sorry, how far I would be like, how far away feet. from it? Like You'd 40 feet 40 away feet, from yep. it? Okay. Yeah, Is that fine. a good range for you? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Aegon and uh, uh, Garden, go ahead and make me stealth checks uh, uh, again. And uh, you still have that plus 10 bonus, of course. Yeah, it's it's up to an hour. 26 for me. 23. And you guys creep around in the next pile of golden gems. Uh, you guys are now 20 feet away from the... Uh, this enormous creature. How close is melee range? Uh, within five feet, but you guys also have 30 feet movement when combat starts. Could we still do a surprise attack at this point? If you jumped out and if the creature is surprised, then yes, you would. Did you guys want to attack? I guess my question is, uh, if we were to stealth more, would that give us a better chance of having a surprise attack. 
Not necessarily. I mean, you're within 30 feet. If you rushed out and attacked right now, it would be the same as if you crept another 10 okay. to 15 feet. Okay. All right, yeah, then uh, I think we're ready to attack. Everyone roll initiative. Fifteen for me. I got twenty-five. I got a ten. Okay. And uh, you had a fifteen there, uh, Garden. Yes. And Aegon with a ten. Okay. You guys are in position, and you guys jump out to attack. Elena your turn first. Okay. Damn it. So, are, does this thing, like, appear like it's made out of gold? Like, it is gold? Or, like... It sure looks like it's made of gold, though okay. it moves around as if it's flesh. Okay. Though I will say the arms that come out and grab treasure uh, are shadowy in nature. Like, almost like smoke or something? No, like they're like almost like jet black. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Alright, well, I'm going to try and hit it with chromatic orb then. What element are you using? Uh... Damn it. I feel like if it's gold, I should use fire, but he's got fire coming out of him, so I feel like... You know what? I'm going to use fire. I'm going to try fire. Sure. Uh, do you happen to have the feet? I don't remember. I do, yeah. I have the um, the elemental adept, so if he's resistant to fire, it doesn't matter. Wonderful. Uh, then go ahead and roll the hit. Uh, that is 19. That is it. Okay, so 3d8. that's going to be 21. All right. You launch a ball of fire and flies across the room and strikes into the thing. Uh, it will now be Garden's turn. Uh, surprise round. Oh, uh, I will... Um... Is his tongue still out or is it like... Uh, yeah, so, like, the head is kind of leaned back a little bit, oh. and, uh, when it speaks or laughs, you see the tongue kind of pop out, and then it'll push the tongue back in, and then, you know, spit it back out oh, again. Okay. I want to attack the tongue, see if I can cut it off, and, uh, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I'll just, I will, uh, attack with, um, uh, uh, with my shield in hand and with my long sword. Go right ahead. And what'd you get? Uh, two. Blood. Uh, Wait, no, bad. that's impossible. Nope, apologies. Uh, five. Not a whole lot better. <laughs> uh, you swing and it bounces off the uh, the gold golden flesh of this creature. Uh, anything else you want to do on your turn there, uh, uh, Garden? Uh, no, that's about it. Aegon, it is your turn. Um, I have a question. Yeah. So, this staff I have. Mm -hmm. Um, so I understand it uses charges, which the Pass Without Trace was, it doesn't use any charges, which was nice. Um, it also has bark skin. Now, if I were to use the staff, 
or Barkskin on someone, could I also use a spell of Barkskin on someone else? Or is it a concent- is it a concentration thing? It's a concentration thing. You can only ever have one concentration spell going at a time. Understood. Okay. All right. And that's a standard action to use that? I believe so. Okay. All right, then I guess right now I'm going to use uh, Spike Growth on the creature. Uh, you absolutely can. Uh, well, make a, well, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, so I... I don't have to roll for anything, right? No. It just says the creature has to make a save DC. So here's the thing. Uh, it is firmly placed in the ground in that center of the room. Mm -hmm. So if you want spikes to come out, like you certainly can, where would you like them? And keep in mind that adjacent to the thing is your friend Garden. Right. Can the creature move at all? Like, is it just... You've not seen it move. It's only... The only thing you've seen move are uh, shadowy black hands that come out from the base of its neck to grab things. Okay, then maybe that wouldn't be the work... Well, maybe that wouldn't work the best. I don't know, would the would the tentacles take damage from the spike? They don't seem to have to walk along on the floor, so not okay, necessarily. Okay, maybe that's not the best one. All right. Um, maybe let's try Flaming Sphere. So it's a flame of a five-foot diameter. Any creature within five feet make a dexterity saving throw. Um, and I can also make the flame move. Sure. So the head is probably about like 15 to 20 feet across. Uh, so you don't necessarily have to have that next to uh, garden, which is nice. Uh, and you don't necessarily have the elemental uh, uh, adept feet that Elianot has, right? Right. And actually, now that I think about it, would rolling for insight to see like what it takes damage, would that be a bonus action? I, I'd say that's a bonus action. All right. Let me do that first, because maybe flame, since it can, it has fire, maybe it won't even do anything to it. So what would that be, an insight? Insight, or you could just go with your gut. Uh, natural 20. With a natural 20, you think that because this thing has fire in its core, it probably does not take much damage from fire. You think it resists it. Cool. All right. Then uh, I guess I'm going to do poison spray as an attack. Sure thing. Uh, that's You have to get within 10 feet of that. For that yeah and it has to make a constitution saving throw yep it passes how do you know i uh, got a 25 <laughs> <laughs> a 19 on a dice and it got a 25 yeah it's okay all right cool That's you launch turn. a poison spray and it doesn't seem to affect it uh ellie not it's your turn Okay, uh, so I want to use two of my metamagic points and turn a standard action into a bonus action. And I would like to use my cantrip True Strike and get br a brief insight into the target's defenses. Sure, so that gives you advantage on your next attack. Yes, it does. Uh, so you use that, and what's your standard action going to be? So my standard action uh, is going to be, I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go with the, the same. I'm going to do the chromatic orb on this. Sure. Uh, fire again? Uh, well, wait. Okay. So I can't get insight and then, then use this. Like I have to pick this before I get the insight. Well, no, uh, the, the insight that you're getting from True Strike gives you advantage. That's what the spell does. Oh, okay. Yeah, then that's fine. Okay, so <laughs> then, um, yeah, then fire again is fine. Sure. Since I have that thing, so. Roll with advantage. Into it. Okay. So I got a natural 20. That is absolutely a hit. Double that dice rolled. <laughs> All right. 
to one. Okay. Um, with that, though, it says if I roll a one, that counts as a two, correct? That is correct. For okay. damage, yep. Yes. I take it you're rolling some ones, and that's why you had to uh, double check. Yeah. Well, that's not a good sign. <laughs> so one more. And let me know how much damage you do there. 33. You create a ball of fire. It magnifies in your hand, and you launch it across the uh, chamber, and it uh, splashes into the uh, creature. And uh, as it does so, uh, the, the large head kind of rolls in place uh, and looks at the three of you in the room. And it says... Do you have treasure for Epnach, the greed of the flesh of infinity? I can hear your coin purses jangle. Drop your money and die. Don't drop your money and I'll kill you and take your money. Either way, I'm getting everything within your pockets. And it won't be enough. It ain't ever enough. Hands lash out. Uh, a swarm of hands claw at you, uh, Garden, and you as well, Aegon. Both of you make me dexterity saving throws. Ten. Nine. Both of you take 14 damage, uh, slashing damage, as these clawed hands just rush out and go to claw at you. Ow. Uh, the head swivels around in place, and a uh, gout of burning hot gold gets spit towards Elianod. And misses. Goes wide and splats against the uh, wall, and it just bubbles away and melts through a uh, stone wall. Uh, Garden, it is your turn. Uh... Now that we know that it's greed, um, it... Are we thinking that it's the same as Zalg? Like, we aren't really affecting it? Well, for now, it's Garden's turn. When it's your turn, you can start shouting things across the room. Garden, what are All you right. doing? <laughs> I'm going to stab it. Please do. Should I say look at least try? Um, 14? Uh, 14 is a miss. <sighs> It bounces off the gold-plated flesh. Uh, anything else on your turn there, uh, Garden? I'd like to get, reach in my pocket. Can I toss a coin, like, past it? Uh, like, yeah, just I'd allow that. All right, uh, all right. Make a uh, uh, performance check for me. Would you? 22, natural 20. Wow, natural 20. You take a coin uh, from your pocket, make sure to knock that off, and flick yep. it in its uh, direction, and you see its eyes lock onto the coin. Uh, Aegon, it's your turn. Cool. Um, I'm going to use my staff to cast Bark Skin on Elianod. And then I'm going to turn into a direwolf. Elianod, your AC is now 16. Okay. And what are you doing as a dire? Oh, no, that's it, because you cast That's my that bonus. Spot. Yeah, that's that's everything. Uh, then your guys' Cloak of Shadows is gone. And Cloak of Shadows? Whatever that ability was. Pass yeah, it was trace. like a veil of shadows, yeah. Uh, that one's gone, and Elianod now has Barkskin. 
Uh, that's Aegon's turn. Elinod, it is your turn. Okay. So then can I ask that question now? Now that we know that, like, can I roll insight or, like, what would I roll for that? Uh, well, yeah. What do you want to know? I uh, uh, What is your I, question, specifically? Uh, so, obviously, like, we didn't really do damage to Zalg. Like, he's part of this, like, far realm thing. Like, you know, uh, we were, I mean, I guess I was under the impression that we couldn't really kill it. Um, or we weren't really going to do much damage to it. So are we really doing damage to this creature? It seems like it's taking damage. Okay. Okay. All right. So then... I think I am going to use my Tides of Chaos and try Chromatic Orb again then. Absolutely. So that gives you a uh, uh, natural 20? Or uh, I'm no, sorry, it gives no, you advantage. It gives me, it gives me advantage. <laughs> sure, Craig. <laughs> well, let's see if you're that lucky again. Uh, that would be 18. And that is it? Okay. And let me know how much damage you got going there. Fifteen. And another blast of fire nails the thing. Uh, is that your turn, Elianot? That is my turn. Epnock, the greed of the flesh of infinity, uh, uses its claws to grab at the gold coin that flies through the air. I. Uh, it uh, uh, catches it with its clawed hands and then drops the single gold coin into his uh, giant mouth. It then proceeds to uh, reel back and try to spit another uh, ball of burning hot gold at Elena. And uh, 15 verse AC is a mess. <laughs> uh, ball of gold goes flying across the room and once again uh, nails the stone wall and melts away uh, Garden it is your turn let's try let's try using my breath weapon since I can't seem to hit it with the sword and that's a fire right yes uh, so it has to make a uh, 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 dexterity saving throw. It succeeds. Go ahead and roll and give me half damage. Two. It takes one damage. Your fire breath just kind of like burns past it, and it does not do much of anything to it. Anything else on your turn there, uh, uh, Garden? Uh, like to turn to the guys and apologize. I'm you know, a <laughs> little, little tired today, a little tired. Not, not in the mood. You turn around and apologize to your friends. Uh, Aegon, it's your turn. Alright, um, I want to run up to it and attack it as a direwolf. I want to bite it. Or whatever. So, um, so Garden is within five feet of it, right? Yes, he is. All right. So I, that means I have an advantage on attack rolls because I have a a pack tactic. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that works out to my advantage. Was and that a pun? But a bump, bump, bump. Um. So I got a twenty-one on attack. That's a hit. And then it's two d six. Four, five, uh, eight damage. Okay. Uh, you. Uh, um, so, sorry, real quick. It also says if the target is a creature, it must succeed a DC thirteen strength saving throw or be knocked prone. I creature hmm yeah i uh, 
it succeeds on its save. Okay. What does that mean? Like, essentially, when I attack, it could be knocked down? In this thing's case, it has advantage against such effects. So, okay. you know, it's fine. But, yeah, in most cases, it would be knocked prone. If, like, it was a, you know, anything but a giant head fastened to the floor. <laughs> a giant gold thing with legs isn't a creature? Not really. <laughs> kind of. Sort of. Not really. Uh, that was a... Uh, Aegon, anything else on your turn? No. So, can I tell if uh, Phineas is being, like, harmed by our attacks? I uh, make an if you want as a bonus action, make an insight check. All right, insight check. That is a thirteen. He does not seem to be in any more pain than what he already is in. Okay, so we're not inflicting any damage on him. All right, it's good to know. I actually yell that to the team just so they know. Awesome. Oh wait, I can't. Actually, I can't. Oh. I I howl. You howl loudly. And they don't know what I'm saying. And they have no clue. Ellie and I, it's your turn. Um, I think I'm just going to try Chromatic Orb again. Uh, go right ahead. Seems to be working. So. And I'm going to go with Fire. And I got a 15. A 15 is a miss. Okay. Also, roll me a d20. <laughs> Please don't be one. Oh, I got a 19 on that one. <sighs> I uh, nothing crazy happens. Doesn't seem like anything ever is gonna crazy happen for the record. I <laughs> uh, she goes to the right one of these times. Oh, I'm gonna have so much fun when that happens. Uh, <laughs> anywho, I uh, that is Elinod's turn. Uh, Epnock, the greed of the flesh of infinity's turn. I uh, clawed hands once again uh, jet out towards Garden and Aegon. Both of you make dexterity saving throws. Eleven. Eight. Ooh. And both of you take eight points of damage as clawed hands jet out and start raking into you. Uh... Once again, uh, the uh, uh, the giant head spits gold in Elianot's direction, and this time gets a 20. Not natural. <laughs> That's definitely a hit. Uh, and you take eight points of fire damage as the burning hot gold flies across the room and nails you. Uh Garden, it is your turn. I just see. Uh... Attacking? What you doing? Yeah. I'll, uh... Yeah, yeah, let's actually is there any like if if I want to use like lay on hands on myself right now? Yeah, you could. Um Yeah, let's do that cuz I'm sitting at a smooth 9. Oh. <laughs> Go right ahead and use uh 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 however much of your lay on hands that you'd like. I think it's uh what 5 times your level in hit points that you have to spend. Yeah. You don't have to spend all of it at once, but spend as much as you want. And is there anything else you want to do on your turn? Uh, no, that's it. Aegon, it is your turn. All right, I'm going to bite him again. Please do. Okay. Natural 20. Wonderful. Double that damage dice. You mean triple that damage dice? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Half or triple it. Actually, I should... Uh... Probably add this up. I, you know, might not be a bad call. Plus three. That's twenty six damage. 
And Aegon, as a wolf, jumps on top of a golden-headed creature thing, whatever this is, and bites down onto it hard. And uh, as it does so, it punctures into it, and more of the uh, those like shadowy black clawed hands ooze out of its forehead, and Aegon jumps on from the top of the thing back onto the ground, just in time for the golden-headed uh, being to scream out in agony and then explode in golden light. And as you guys kind of rub your eyes, it's gone. Oh my god. Phineas is gone. The piles of gold and gems are gone. And you're in this large, abandoned cathedral all by yourselves. And you wait a moment. And you feel like any second now, you'll you'll pop back into the real world. But you don't. You guys are still in Shothfilfkish. I do the Lindy Hop. <laughs> you do the Lindy Hop. Make a performance check. Uh, where is performance? I believe it's under charisma. Oh, that's probably why. Uh, fourteen. With a fourteen, it's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Nice. It's probably the best Lindy Hop they've ever seen a wolf do. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Indeed. A wolf wearing a vest. Okay. So do we just want to like look around in here and see if there's anything now that all the like gold is gone? Do we see any doors or anything like other than the two we came through? Uh no. It looks like this room is like a dead end. Okay. If you guys want, you can make investigation checks. Sure. Can uh, I cast Guidance as a wolf? Uh, no, no uh, spell casting. As I didn't a wolf. think so. Uh, but uh, on top of investigation, there's also a, uh, uh, let's see, an Arcana check. And I guess that's about it. Uh, unless there's something else specifically you want to look for. So I got an 11 on investigation. You look around, and there's, like, where is the, this chamber was filled with piles of gold and gems? There's none of that now. It's all gone. The gold it was spinning across the room is gone. Uh, I definitely seems rather odd. Uh, With uh, an 11, the, I... you don't really notice much of anything. Uh, who was rolling Arcana? Uh, Garden, I uh, guess? I, yeah, I got 18. 18. Uh, while this place does have aberrant energy just oozing all over, uh, you certainly sense a little bit less having destroyed uh, Epnok, the greed of the flesh of infinity. Hmm. And you know that, uh, at the very least, uh, uh, there was a painting in the abandoned chateau of a figure splitting into seven forms. And you know that there is Zael, the envy of the Flesh of Infinity, and you've seemingly destroyed Epnok, the greed of the Flesh of Infinity. You presume there are five other beings that the Flesh of Infinity has sort of splintered into or, you know, came from him. Okay. You guys look around the this abandoned room in this cathedral and nothing else catches your attention. Um, I sniff, I, you know, I, I walk around and sniff. Uh, sure, Perception. Uh, four. With a four. And that's with the, the wolf stats? 
Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Oh, I I mean, they probably would be not as. Also, check and see if they have special abilities for. It would be less. It would be. Oh yeah, that's right. He does. Uh, keen hearing and smell. Uh, Wolf has advantage on wisdom perception checks. So roll again. Cool. <laughs> Wasn't much better. Six. With a six, you smell. Uh, the lingering kind of odor of, uh, like a fire, but aside from that, no trace of the thing is there. Okay. I howl at the, at the team. What do you guys want to do? Well, let's leave this room. I mean, if there's nothing really in here, then we should go back out the way we came. So you guys want to walk back onto the streets? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys make it back onto the streets. All three of you roll perception. Unnatural 20. 14. I got a 19. With a 14 and a 19, you guys take a look around, and uh, uh, it looks like there's a, a wall... Uh, kind of in front of you guys. Uh, but aside from that, it seems like this is like the edge of town. And, you know, the chapel is on the edge of town, so you presume that, uh, you know, this sort of correlates to that. Uh, so you feel like likely down this road somewhere would be, you know, Agnes Redforge's place, Sal's Ocrian's place. You think that you likely could try to find their places that kind of correlate to this dimension. Uh, however, with a 20 Aegon, you realize that it isn't a wall that's blocking off the city that you're looking at right now. As you sort of glare off into the air, you realize that it's kind of uh, like almost uh, layered, tiered. And it dawns on you that it's a staircase. But it is not the staircase of something that's small, medium, large, huge. You think that whatever creature would use that as a staircase is likely 100 feet tall, maybe larger. Hmm. It's beyond fathoming what would use that as a staircase. And you start to feel like you hope that that's not really a staircase and it's just your imagination. Okay. Where would you like to go next? It's up to you guys. What do you want to do? I mean, I had can only follow you guys around right now. Garden! Is there someone you'd like to try to find in this strange, strange place? Anyone's building you'd like to track down? Yeah. Um, let's uh, track down uh, uh, Glinda's. Uh, oh. You want to go to the Mar? Thank you, yes. I was trying to think of the full name. <laughs> yeah. So you want to track down the Mar? Monosyrup alchemical reagents. Helpful. Uh, so uh, normally, Glenda's shop is not very far from uh, uh, the, the chapel. And so you guys start heading in the direction you think it would be. Uh, whoever wants to make a survival check to try to find your way, please do so. Um, I can do that. That's a 13. With a 13, the wolf who does not insist on, you know, taking the lead and wants to follow someone else, decides that he's <laughs> going to instead take the lead and then starts heading towards uh, uh, Glenda's shop. Uh, are you guys going quietly? Are you guys going running? What are you guys doing? <laughs> uh, let's, let's, go, uh, let's go quiet. Stealth checks all around, if you please. Uh, 
I got a 16. I got a 10. 22. And you guys are creeping along. And uh, as you guys are moving down the road, you guys find yourselves at another crossroads. And normally you would have been at Glenda's shop already, but it does nothing doesn't, you know, nothing quite seems like it would be her shop from what you're seeing on the outside. And so as you guys are about to continue on, uh, you see, uh, well, actually all three of you make perception checks. I got a natural 20. It's 19. Nine. With a nine and a 19, you don't notice anything. What did you get again, uh, Eliana? I got a natural 20. What a coincidence. Uh, you catch a, a faint <laughs> shadow, Elianad, and you feel like you saw something up above on top of one of the buildings nearby, but you look and it doesn't seem to be there. Okay. Is there anything you'd like to do? Well, I'm going to let the... Well... I'll let them know. Uh, I think I saw something on top of that building over there. Obviously, there's nothing there now, but I just feel like there was something there. Comments? Anything? Nothing? Okay. Um, so, do you guys <laughs> want to try and go toward that building? Uh, uh, garden? Well, I guess I'm the one that can speak, you know, unless, unless yeah. Wolfie. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go investigate that. Okay. So we're going to try and go towards that building. And so you guys walk towards the building. And you get up to the stone steps. And uh, and what you arrive at is this large stone building that has, like, big stone doors uh, that can open. And you see a, uh, uh, a message atop the cross or atop or across the top of the door, uh, written in deep speech, Eliana. Okay. And it says, "Terror Zimu, the executioner's gullet." If you guys want, you can roll history, or you can roll. Uh, let's see, history or arcana or nature. Some type of knowledge check. I can tell you more. Sure. Go for... What are you rolling for? I, I don't care. What are you going to roll for? I could do a uh, history. Okay. Then I guess I'll do nature. And I got a seven. I got a fifteen. With a seven uh, for nature, you have no idea what that is. <laughs> Not a clue. Garden, with a 15, you've heard that name before. Terror Zimu, the executioner's gullet, is the name of a lord of madness. <sighs> So, uh... A voice calls out from the darkness. So, are you looking to unseal the master? And you guys look up, and Elianad, where you thought you saw something, there is something. Coming out of the darkness, unblending itself, turning visible, is an enormous form. It's large, probably about like 10 foot wingspan, large leathery wings. But atop its head, its face almost looks more like an octopus. Fleshy tentacles drip, drape out of where its mouth would be. It has a large bulbous head. 
the whole form seems kind of like a uh, almost like a, a a light kind of uh, fluorescent blue. It has taloned feet that are kind of like clawed into the roof. And its large wings flap around a bit. And otherwise has yellow eyes. So who's the master? Why, I was under the impression that you could read. Terror Zimu, the Executioner's Gullet. How do we unseal him? Power? Sacrifices? You know, you can make a bargain. You just have to whisper into the door. He's not really dead, you know. He'll never really die. He, like all the great old ones, sleeps. Sleeps eternal until the stars are right. Okay. What is it that I have to whisper into the door? Your your darkest desires. Hmm. What do you wish for? Terazimu will make it happen. That is the kind of master he is. If you want, you can make a insight check. You can make an arcana check. I'll do insight. Fourteen. This being seems to have complete faith in whatever Terror Zimu is. That whatever Terror Zimu is can answer your desires. Uh, were you rolling Arcana there, uh, Garden? Yeah. Or uh, Aegon? Uh, ele- uh, eleven for me. Within eleven, you think that what this creature is referring to is making a pact with Terror Zimu as a warlock you think that essentially what this creature is offering you is a class change if you want to switch your class to a warlock that belongs to terror zimu the executioner's gullet oh thanks yeah i i have no plans on waking waking anyone up i don't know about you uh no i you know i'm good with that uh, what about you, Wolfie? Um, I growl at the creature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're good here. We're good here, so... I can wait. I've waited for a long time. I'll continue to wait. I'll never really die, you know. None of us ever really die in Shothfilfgish. Hmm. Um, I breathe in some green mist. You breathe in green mist? Do you guys uh, uh, follow along and do that? Yeah. Yeah. And you guys all breathe in to make sure that you're going to stick around for a while. And the creature looks to you, Aegon, as a wolf. Says, Are you sure you don't want to answer the call of Terror Zimu? And you feel that same voice echo in your head, and you think that it is speaking to you telepathically, and you can respond mm. back. Um, I say. No, I'm good. Terror Zimu 
was the first of all the mind flayers. Terror Zimu was the one who made the shards of the Black Pyramid what they are today. He will return to this world. He will not stay dead. Do we know what the shards of the Black Pyramid is? I uh, have you guys uh, gathered a piece of one? I don't remember. No. Yes, we have. I'm pretty sure we ah, did. Ah, yes, in the uh, basement of the uh, yeah mm-hmm. of the. Hang on, because I just looked at that in the Fortress of Ulrak. Um, yeah. before think... you went down that thing. Uh, I think you got it from the hobgoblin that was transformed. Yeah. So I have it written down. Um, who has? I, I don't have. Yeah, right here. Shard of the Black Pyramid. Who has it? I don't know. I didn't write that down. Okay, because I don't have it. Once I wrote it in my thing. Garden, did you have it in your gear? No, it's not in my gear. I feel like it would have been Elliot. Well, she wouldn't have touched it with her bare hands, I'm sure. Well, I don't. Yeah, I recall her not doing that much. I, you know, made sure to warn whoever got that uh, uh, roll <laughs> on it who was uh, looking at it. Uh, but I guess technically, if it's in Elliot's notes, it's in her inventory. Sure, it's in my inventory because I do have it in my notes that that is something that we got. Okay, cool. Anything you guys want to ask this being? Do you guys have any questions? Yeah. So uh, you you said he made the shards of the Black Pyramid what they are today. What does that mean? The shards of the Black Pyramid were fragments of a prison that housed an elder god. Terror Zimu scooped them all up, infused them with the aberrant energies of the Far Realm, and then gave them away, sent them off to faraway lands. You have one on you now, do you not? It will also answer your darkest desires you merely need to embed it into yourself does that make me does that make me a part of the terror of Zemo like does that make me his slave it does not make you his slave all it does is merely grant your desires whatever they may be This this terror Zimu. Pretty sure he's not a good guy. So what what are you what is what is he trying to do? What is his goals? Terror Zimu, like all the Lords of Madness, seeks to unmake this universe. And you want to help him do that? We all do. Who's we all? It sort of stares at the down at the three of you in an almost knowing manner, as if you three are also a part of that. And it flaps its wings and then takes off. And you lose sight of it in the mists of shock filth dish. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session.
thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.